Good evening, Birds Down Under fans. It's your host, Tom, and I'm here to recap our ugly first week win versus the New England Patriots in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Well, folks, uh, this was not a pretty opener for the Eagles. Thankfully, we did win 25-21 in New England. It was close, much closer than it appeared it was going to be when the Eagles got out to a hot 16-0 start off turnovers by the Patriots, including a touchdown by Darius Slay off an interception of quarterback Mac Jones. But folks, let me tell you, this game was nothing pretty to write home about at all. So I think I can sum up the top performances of the day pretty succinctly in that the defense generally had more of the better performances of the week. Jalen Carter uh, would be the highlight, I, I would say here. Our rookie defensive tackle had a sack, a pretty important sack late in the game, had a bunch of pressures, generally looked pretty darn strong. He didn't get a ton of playing time, but the time he did get, he made it count. So that's great. Um, I would say his stablemate, Jordan Davis, last year's rookie first round pick out of Georgia, also, you know, had had some moments. He um, he caused a fumble early in the game just by hustling uh, and tackling a running back and getting the ball back or the defense got the ball back. Also, Fletcher Cox um, had some plays later in the game, so he looks like he's still got something left in the tank. Uh, as, you know, Josh Sweat had a nice game. Hassan Reddick was pretty quiet, I have to say. Um, and Brandon Graham had, had his moments. Milton Williams also, actually, let's call it Milton Williams, um, who I thought was pretty active. He had a couple of um, couple of moments that were positive. He had a negative, pretty uh, important penalty later in the game that gave the Patriots a first down. It was a pretty ticky-tack penalty, but it got called. You go to the knees of a quarterback, and you're going to get penalized. So the defensive line, I'd say, even though they didn't generate that much pressure, um, they were generally pretty stout against the run. Uh, I liked linebacker Zach Cunningham's play. He came to us in the middle of the preseason, and I thought he played pretty well. Um, unfortunately, his teammate, Nicobe Dean, did uh, hurt his foot later in the game, came off, and Christian Ellis replaced him. And Nicobe played okay. I wouldn't say, though, he played amazingly well. Um, and in the secondary, again, Darius Slay, pick six for a touchdown. He did uh, let up a late touchdown, or appear to at least, um, to Kendrick Bourne in the back of the end zone. And I thought that... Reed Blankenship played quite well. Um, I didn't see a huge amount from Justin Evans or Terrell Edmonds. Sydney Sydney Brown um, played quite well on special teams. He had a nice uh, special teams tackle. So that's, again, our rookie safety from Illinois. And James Bradbury, our other cornerback, I thought played quite well until he got hurt late in the game as well, where Josh Job, our second-year cornerback, came in and made a couple of key plays, including a really critical stop right at the end of the game to keep the Patriots from getting a first down and potentially um, going for the go-ahead score. So defense played okay. Um, they still allowed way too many yards to Mac Jones, the quarterback who's not all that good. And, you know, just I, I don't think anybody looked at that game and said, wow, the defense really played lights out because they didn't, but they, they made some plays. On offense, the list is pretty short, I would say. Let's start with the kicker. Jake Elliott um, had a really good game. He scored four field goals, um, all, all were of the pretty long variety, 40 yards plus. One of them clanged off the uh, inside of the upright and went in, which was really fortunate. But Jake Elliott was definitely our most consistent offensive player, which is kind of frightening. I'd say that um, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, our receivers, both played pretty decently, although A.J. Brown did have a pretty critical bobbled catch uh, on a sideline throw from Jalen Hurts, which was a big pass that they ruled incomplete, which is a bit of a tough one. Uh, speaking of Jalen Hurts, did not think he played well at all. He just looked out of sorts. He had a really critical fumble later in the game, which kept the Patriots in it. And just, I don't know, just didn't look like him. I didn't like the play calling from new offensive coordinator Brian Johnson at all. I felt like uh, there was 
too too quick to abandon the running game. Um, DeAndre Swift, our new running back, got two carries the whole game, which is pretty absurd. Uh, Kenny Gainwell was much more involved early on and, and through the game than I think people anticipated. But again, they, they just abandoned the running game when they didn't need to. And uh, Rashad Penny, our new running back from the Seahawks, didn't even dress. So that was a bit weird. I also didn't think the offensive line played terribly well. Um, Jalen seemed to be under a lot of pressure. Now, the Patriots are a really good defense. And as I said in the podcast uh, with Mike earlier in the week, Bill Belichick, the head coach and defensive strategist, he's not the defensive coordinator, but trust me, he's coming up with a game plan. He uh, He's great at taking things away that you do well, and that's what he does. And he always has good defenses, and the Patriots are a tough mark, particularly in their backyard opening weekend when they retired Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's jersey, their greatest of all time quarterback, um, and the weather wasn't great. Nevertheless, I really didn't like the game Brian Johnson called. So, um, you know, where was Dallas Goddard? Pretty much non-existent during the whole game. That's weird. Um, he should be a focal point of our offense. And, and maybe that's what Bill Belichick decided to take away from the Eagles. I don't know. Um, someone will need to do some analysis on that one. But, yeah, just a weird, uh, unimpressive game by the offense. And I think we're lucky that the Eagles got away with a win there. But a win they did get. Um, so, you know, let's not underscore how important it is to win on the road. Ugly, pretty, doesn't really matter. Speaking of pretty, the Cowboys, uh, Dallas Cowboys absolutely smoked the New York Giants in New York, 40 to nothing, which is a pretty shocking result. Um, you know, the Cowboys looked absolutely dominant, which, you know, as uh, anybody who listened to my podcast, all seven of you last week with Melvin Mike would attest, I think the Cowboys are going to be a really tough uh, competitor for the Eagles this year. And I actually do reckon they are a better team than we are. And certainly the way the first week played out, I look pretty uh, sage in predicting that. The San Francisco 49ers, uh, one of our other big rivals, um, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 30-6, to I want to say, or 30-7. to Pretty dominant performance by them against a pretty decent team. And the, New, uh, the Detroit Lions beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City on Thursday night, uh, which is a big win for the Lions. So, you know, um, that's another team we need to keep our eyes on. Certainly the New Orleans Saints won against the Titans today. They could be one of those teams that plays a pretty soft schedule and could make some, uh, make some noise by the end of the season. You know, they've... Uh, uh, they picked up Derek Carr, a pretty competent quarterback from the Oakland Raiders, or sorry, the L, the Las Vegas Raiders last year. Um, so, you know, if you're taking stock of the first week, certainly the Eagles underwhelmed. The Commanders did win, if you're curious. So the Commanders won, uh, only the Giants lost in the NFC East. But I have to say, our coordinators, our new coordinators, definitely didn't do anything to make me feel really confident that our new coaches, coaches are going to be better than Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon were last year. Um as much as people want to malign Jonathan Gannon, our ex-defensive coordinator, he did have the number two defense in the league and the 70, 70 sacks didn't just happen, you know, because, uh, you know, we got lucky. They, they happen from scheme. They happen from coaching. They happen from personnel. So um, let's not underestimate that task that, um, that Sean Desai has in replacing Jonathan Gannon. So I think Nick Sirianni kind of conceded at the end of the game that potentially he needs to play more starters in the preseason. Um, and, you know, let's hope he isn't using that as, as some excuse because it was his decision. But I think it was pretty obvious to anybody who watched the game that the Eagles definitely did not look very physical coming out of the gate. So, um, you know, disappointing for sure. But again, let's not underscore here that or not over overdo it and underscore the fact that the Eagles did win the game. Um, but they're going to have to play a lot better than that if they want to beat the likes of the Cowboys and the Niners and the Bills and the Chiefs and all the other good teams they have on the schedule this year. The Packers, by the way, actually, I shouldn't gloss over them. The Packers had a really convincing win. The Green Bay Packers had a convincing win over the Chicago Bears. So that's another team we have to think about this year. So, folks, um, you know, 
very early. And I think there's oftentimes teams in September that look like world world beaters that end up fizzling out later on. And I suspect some of the teams I've just rattled off will end up being those teams. But, you know, there will be teams, the Cowboys, the Niners, that we're going to be contending with all year. We do have a really quick turnaround, everybody. So we're actually playing the Vikings on Thursday night in America, Friday morning in Australia, which is really tight turnaround. I mean, that's crazy to go from New England on Sunday in America to Thursday. Um, But that's unfortunately the schedule that the Eagles were given, and that's what they're going to have to do. So not amazing. Um, That's certainly not uh, the kind of turnaround you want for... uh, for games, but that's what Thursday night football does to teams. And that's why a lot of players don't like playing it. So folks, um, let's not panic. Uh, I, I believe in Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff that they can look at the tape and get things resolved. I hope Nicobe Dean isn't too badly hurt. I hope that James Bradbury isn't too badly hurt. Um, because, you know, certainly particularly linebacker, we just don't have a lot of, um, depth. You know, Christian Ellis came in for Nicobe Dean played. Okay. I mean, he didn't do anything too remarkable. So we're thin though. You know, we have Nicholas Morrow and Ben Van Zumerman on the practice squad we can bring up, but we're light at linebacker. Um, it was already a position of kind of question marks. And if you take Nicobe Dean out of the mix, geez, that's uh, pretty bare. So, uh, yeah, it's going to remain to be seen whether or not um, Howie Roseman, our great general manager, makes a move this week in a very small window to bring somebody in to at least bolster the ranks from a special team standpoint, but uh, only time will tell. So everybody, um, I hope you do get a chance to watch the game. There were a couple of bright spots and, you know, again, Darius Slay's touchdown, certainly something to go and watch the highlights of. And we did have a couple of good vintage Jalen Hurts moments where, you know, third and long, he uh, uses legs to keep drives going and stuff. But um, we need Jalen to play more like Jalen last year if we're going to make a run here. And I think he will. I I really do. We don't play defensive geniuses every single week. Um, But we do play one in Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator, twice a year. So, again, we need to have our A game, and we've got to be better than that. So, everybody, thank you for listening. It's a brief one tonight. But um, on to Minnesota um, Friday morning for us Australians. And otherwise, go Birds. Talk to you soon.